I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to the most haunted city on earth. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the most haunted city on earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie, and I'm JT Timmons. And we are here with a Q and A. Yes, thank you for sending in your questions, y'all. Um, if you have a question that we did not answer here on the podcast, uh, utilize the Q and A button on TikTok. It is Haunted City Podcast, and that is where I pull all of our questions. But uh, Chris had mentioned if you don't have a TikTok, send it to us at ghostmail at hauntedcitypodcast.com and just put in the um, subject question. question. Yeah. Um, so that way we uh, can pull it from there too. But uh, with that, oh yeah, uh, we do have a few para junkies to thank. We do, we do. All right. Here we go. I would love to thank Levi Lewis. Dimes El Chediak, Whitney Bratcher, Gigaswint, and Don Nielsen. Thank y'all so much, and we are happy that you are part of the new the the Pair Junkie family, yes. new members. How many Pair Junkies are we up to? That's a good question. Hold on, hold on. That is bum bada bum bada bum 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 ninety one. Wow. I know we're getting coming close to that hundred. Getting towards a hundred. So if you want to become a para junkie and get all of our episodes way before anybody else without ads. No um, ads. And then also just get our general discord and things like that of all the ghostly stuff we're always talking about over on Patreon. Um, it's, a, it's a fun place to be. Definitely uh, consider coming on over to that side. Uh, you can find it in the link in our bio. Uh, but also... I recently just started um, publicly selling all of my witchy style jewelry and things like that. Woohoo! Yes, um, you can now buy it online, which is a new thing for me. But um, basically, uh, my company is called Country Witch Co. And I make spell jars type jewelry where I custom curate the herbs for different metaphysical properties. So I've got like sleep stuff. I've got self-love, confidence boosting, anti-anxiety, psychic abilities, all the good stuff. So a little bit of something for everybody. Um, if you would like to uh, check that out, you can find it at www.countrywitchco.com. Oh yeah. Woohoo. All right, here we go. We ready to uh, start it up? Yep. Dope lettuce. All right. This first question is asked by uh, no one ninety one. <laughs> All right then. What are your thoughts on pregnant women going on investigations? Oh, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Don't. Yeah, I have pretty strong feelings about that. Don't do that. What? Whoa. Okay. <laughs> why? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm jarred right now. Wait. Why? Well, uh, and it's interesting because we have countless ghost stories um, that kind of involve pregnant women being. Um, uh, falling victim to very pointed ghostly attacks. As a matter of fact, here in Savannah, uh, one of the most famous ghosts in, in town is Alice Riley, and she has been known to oh, yeah. to tug at, follow, and, and pester uh, pregnant women. Um, there's a lot 
to uh, to being pregnant that uh, that 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 puts you in a, an interesting paranormal state. You huh. are you are literally a physical door for a soul to come into the world. You are carrying a living being that is uh, forming and being formed, which is. Um, in almost every culture that I've, I've, I've come across, the construct and concept of that is a very potent and powerful thing. Okay. Uh, eggs being something that is oftentimes used in exorcisms around the world, also oftentimes used to uh, present to spirits the, um, the, uh, the line between the living and, and, and the veil, what's, what's on the other side. So uh, I, I, I personally think it's... it's uh, an unnecessary risk <laughs> to bring a, a pregnant woman uh, to a uh, to investigation because of the myriad of things that can go wrong. But huh. uh, also in the first trimester, there is a great many uh, traumas and, and, and issues that could befall you simply by going out and running in the dark and running around and moving around and being in the dark and being scared and having a heightened uh, sensation or or, or, or or being shocked or being, you know, uh, there's so many things that can go wrong in a pregnancy. Uh, I would not want to put any undue stress upon a pregnant woman. Uh, I mean, imagine, if you will, uh, that we don't allow pregnant women to ride on roller coasters. Um, there was a time when, when very scary movies, we tell pregnant women, people with heart conditions, don't, also, if you have a heart condition, don't go on a ghost hunt either. Not because I think the ghosts are going to get you, just because the extra risk of falling down, yeah. of, of, of heightened stress, of things of that nature. So, um, so that's my, my, my general take on it. I do believe that, that as a paranormal, on the paranormal side, a pregnant woman is a lightning rod. There's a lot going on in the human body. Magic, pure magic. You know, a life is being developed that's got to hmm. be enticing to a spirit, especially if you're dealing with an evil spirit, especially if you're dealing with a demonic force, especially when you're dealing with all those things. So just as a general rule for me, personally, don't, don't do it. Okay. <laughs> I will tell you, though, we recently at the underground had a pregnant woman come through. She, she took my tour, and then we brought her here. Um, this woman was about to pop. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gosh, she literally, like, she came back onto the trolley, and she was just like, she's like, is that place, like, actually haunted? Like, and I was like, yeah, it is. She's like, okay, because, like, when we were standing over by the hag bed, I felt someone, like, rubbing my belly, uh. and I was like... <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> and I was more worried... Um, that she was gonna get so freaked out that she'd go into labor. Right, right. I mean, that's 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 a genuine concern. Yeah. Well, because radar's she, listening to this right now, going the trickster spirit. Well, I know, right? <laughs> well, yeah. She's like, I felt someone like rubbing my belly, and then um, she was like, and then in the uh, demon room, I just felt like somebody was standing behind me the whole time, mm. and I was like, well. Uh, okay. And she, I mean, granted, she did get really scared inside uh -huh. that room. So it might have just been our, our demon actor. Right, sure. Because uh, I believe she was standing over by where the demon comes out. And um, she was one of our few guests that have peed their pants in that room. Okay. Um, so. Understandable. I was though. like, maybe that one can be explained. But I was like, anybody else like touching her stomach, uh, that would have been notable, I mm -hmm. think. She would have 
Yeah. Probably. You've been able to uh, observe right. someone rubbing your belly. Exactly. So. There's a lot of people that have peed their pants in here. Well, yeah. I mean, we literally <laughs> It's a scary thing. I just think that's so And not everybody and has not pregnant, though. good bladder control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's wild. But yeah. So that's my story with the pregnant lady. Um, All right. But yeah. Okay. So, yeah, uh, and and got two paranormal OBGYNs sitting right next <laughs> yes. to me. Yeah, do not have Rosemary's baby happen to you. Right. Um, also, yeah, so. you know, open invitations to a, a, a body that is still forming uh, for a spirit to inhabit. Um, you know, anyway, any way you look Oops. at it, there's 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 a lot of spooky spookies. <laughs> okay. All right. That was a good question, though. Uh, it was that a is. great question. <laughs> it was a, yeah. it was a wicked good question. question. All right, Goth Dog Mom ninety six asks, "What gave Ouija boards so much power since they were man made?" We did. <laughs> yeah, we we gave them that intention and we gave them that purpose. Which so could this coffee cup be a Ouija board? If I gave it all the purpose to contact the dead, could it could it happen? Could I twist it so, to the left two times because that's what I believe, and then twist it back three times because that's what I believe? So it's about the 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 amount of it um, because, like we said, the intentions there, but it had to be believable to all the people who were buying wow. into it. Yeah, when you see it and you're 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 being told and introduced the idea. Um, that's going to be a harder sell, you okay? Know, because I don't know how it works. How 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 does that communication work? But if someone painted a bunch of like yep, letters all absolutely. over and then it looked like super legit, everyone would believe it. And so, okay, all right, heard yeah, it. It, it, that I, makes a ton of sense because faith is a an amazing force, mm-hmm. and the more you can get people to believe a certain thing, the more tangible and real that thing becomes and usable by other means, by other supernatural forces. So um, man-made things have intent, but it's also the participation of all the people who come to it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I say that this, this item g- gives you luck. Um, does it give you luck? Just inherently, no. But the more people believe that it can, mm-hmm. the more likely it is that it will. You know, the more likely it is that you're altering it. Uh, I think we talked about manifestation as a big thing right now. People talk about manif- manifestation being, I'm bringing this certain type of energy into my life. Well, you can do that with objects. And and the Ouija board was marketed and sold, so everybody saw it and was like, oh, I could talk to the dead. Mm-hmm. And it became a craze. You know, it became an absolute craze uh, because at the time of its inception, the whole country was kind of being eaten alive by this, you know, um, new metaphysical spirit yeah. uh, talking kind of sensation. So there are a lot of people who are who are investing their energy and their thoughts and their belief into this product. Yeah. It's also perfectly created mm-hmm. to uh, make it easy for spirits to mm. communicate. Yes. So versus like a coffee cup. Right. That's going to be difficult. So, you know... <laughs> I mean, in theory, you could in the way of like divination sort Mm -hmm. of thing, like how a pendulum would work, where basically you say this way is yes and this way is no. I mean, you could you could tell a spirit like, hey, knock this coffee cup to the left. If it's a yes, knock this coffee cup to the right. Not what I mean, though. 
Now, what I mean, like, could you use anything as a catalyst to contact the dead? Not in like, you know, knock it to the left or the right, but actually create a portal out of it. So her point being, spirits will not waste their energy on a complicated and convoluted means of yeah. communication. It is, you know, that's why the pendulum works, so, is it's easy. Okay, so the, the, the way that the Ouija board works, it, yeah. it, it simplifies is, it to where it, like, is a really it's good It's very user-friendly. Interesting. <laughs> and, and the letters that's are there. It. It's very splayed out yeah. for them. Yeah. So they can see, like, okay, I'm going to spell my name out, or I'm going to spell Got out it. It's like this. A, the Stranger Things light bulbs. Yes. Know, Christmas yeah. lights. It's like I can touch these light bulbs. They represent these things. I can do that, and that's a very easy way to communicate. If we have any artist listeners that, like, work with wood and stuff, I would definitely buy a Ouija board coffee cup from you that has, like, like letters, like, all around the cup. You can drink your coffee out of it, but also you can, like, spell the, like, like do, I don't know. It would be cool. (laughs) <laughs> like the planchette is like, like I'm envisioning like the planchette being part of the cup and it like moves down to different letters, like a puzzle almost. That's I don't a very know. complicated coffee cup, but I mean, I that's guess my it, order. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it also it's becomes, again, intent. You know, the intent of the, of the original design was uh, to sell it. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but the intent of everybody who bought it Ooh. was to speak to the dead, <laughs> and that—that's yeah. overwhelming. Wow. You know, it's an overwhelming odds that um, people who bought it, even in that jokey joke way, even mm-hmm. in the yeah. "I don't believe this," I guarantee you, somewhere in there, they were thinking, "It's wild talk to the dead," because right. most people think of it like like a telephone to the dead. I'm going to call up, you know, Marilyn Monroe. Literally. You know, uh, and that becomes this this kind of I- ideology behind the board. And you can't put that kind of intent on an object so frequently and not have it bear some sort of fruit. Exactly. Okay. All right. I like it, you all. I like <laughs> yeah. it. Also a good question. Yeah. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, this one is from Mako Reiko. Do you think doppelgangers thrive as we get older? It's known that as people near death, one sign it's about to happen is a major personality change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I like it. It's interesting. If they thrive when we're near dead, I mean... To me, personally, I feel like no, um, just because it's like you're, they're, they're kind of tethered to us in a way. So it's, wouldn't it, you know, technically be that they're also dying? They're also near death, so. But they're also more desperate. That is true. There are, you know, they're running out of time to experience this world because I think that that is one of those goals of doppelgangers is to have, the experience of being alive, of being in this world and in this realm. So they could be backed into a corner. It's like, I've only got a few years left. I only have a, a, you know, a few months left. 
and they may become more uh, aggressive to 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 take over, to be a part, you know, to to experience life that they've been watching the whole time. You know, when you think about the idea that, yeah, uh, they die when we die. You know, the mm-hmm. the, the, the the construct is there um, unless they are us. You know, unless they come into us, because when they come become us again, they die when we die. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. so they're they're living out the the extra bit of life. So um, you would think that doppelgangers are strongest in youth with the potential of becoming us, being the, the great reward. But as time runs out, I would imagine they're just more desperate. You know, I think that they're, 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 they, they realize that their time is running out and they haven't accomplished the goal of their existence, which was to become uh, and to live in our realm. You know, this is gonna sound crazy, but I just got this idea. You know, Madison, you always mention Zodiac stuff, yeah. and you know, I I didn't know anything about Zodiac before um, meeting you, but then you would tell me about like your sun and your moon, or your rising and your what's the other one? Waxing. Right. Well, well, no, the, your your rising sign. Your, yeah, you have a whole what if your doppelganger? Yeah. What if your doppelganger is part of that birth chart? Like, what if your doppelganger is your moon, and and the more your moon shows, the closer you are to death. Uh, well, so your moon sign is um, how you are internally when nobody else is around you. It's like your most true self. Yeah. Um. So. I I don't know if that's necessary. Maybe it has to do with your birth chart. Is my is my is my point? What if your doppelganger has to do with your birth chart? It would probably have the exact same birth chart as you. Yeah, that's that's kind of where my head was going to. I mean, you, I guess you could say it would mirror it. Yeah. You know, if it was if, what if you wanted op- to mirror what if it was so the opposite. Existence. So I don't you know. would be. So that would mean if you're going off of that theory, you're basically saying like um, every. You know, uh, zodiac sign has their like s- sister sign, sort of, which is the yeah. exact opposite. Um, I believe Leo. So, like, I'm a Leo, and like, I believe what you are. Uh, no yeah, way. No, oh nobody could ever guess that. Anyways, um, uh, I believe that one is Gemini. So it's like, Ooh, yeah, Gemini or something like maybe, that. Maybe, maybe that's the hint. What that the higher force is giving us the Gemini. No, no, maybe that's a hit. Like, <laughs> hey, this is JT's on to something. I don't know. I feel like no. Ashton Kutcher and Dude, where's my car right now? But like, seriously, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it, it, no, uh, it. Uh, <laughs> Madison's like wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I and it, yeah, because the zodiac is 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 geared towards a a system of being alive. It's very difficult to assign zodiological principles to non-human entities um you know it it would be difficult to look at your dog and be like well you're definitely a you know x y or z zodiac sign because of your birth um because it's about so many facets you know the 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 concept it was it was born of observation of human nature. But Argyle is um, a Scorpio. No, she's not. She's a Leo. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> is she? Yeah. These, the, well, and and it, Tartan's a Scorpio. Now that you're right, that doesn't make sense at exactly. all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work I same. mean, it, it, it's just not the same. Yeah. It, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't ring the same because it, it, it is conditional. And, and typically doppelgangers just aren't human. 
You know, they're, they're not human, but they, they want to be. Mm-hmm. They desperately want to be. So, you know, I, I would say that, and, and the, the classic story is uh, a kind person turns mean, uh, a generous person turns miserly, you know, uh, uh, signs that the doppelganger has, has achieved its goal, um, which is kind of freaky. Yeah. To think that, well, to think that it, it, yeah. as, as you're ending your life, you're probably going to have the biggest fight of your, 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 yeah. your spiritual existence mm-hmm. when, when your doppelganger is like, you've had this whole life. I'm taking the last month, you know, I'm taking the right. last year. I'm taking the last, you know, you've squandered the, your youth and, and, and I could have done more. And, you know, so, so yeah. do you think that everyone who has died in the history of the world has met their doppelganger, we just don't know it. <laughs> that's terrifying, but I don't think that's true either. Yeah. No, I, it's true. I, I, I don't actually believe that I doppelgangers like are as rampant as we as, as we tend to, to to say it. You know, we 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 we, we now generalize coming, the term that everybody has a doppelganger. Um, I I don't know that everybody has a doppelganger. I know that what a doppelganger is is a spirit that is mimicking your your is life. Is that your doppelganger saying that? Though, Maybe. <laughs> Could be. Um, no, I, I, like, I just... Mm, something a doppelganger would say. <laughs> I just don't know that that uh, the doppelganger... Because even the concept of the mirror world, the mirror... mirror uh, you know, there, there's there's a mirror world to ours that is existing beyond the mirror. You know, um, it could just be a calamity of spirits that that attach to you and, okay. and, and start to form this relationship with you. Um, and it may not be everybody has one. Sure. It, it just may be a doppelganger is a duplicate. Um, because I think the legend is every single person has a doppelganger. Yeah. That, that when you're born, a doppelganger is born and you go through existence like that. Um, but it just doesn't seem like there's enough evidence of doppelganger stories to suggest that everybody is having this issue. Sure. Um, or, you know, maybe it's just a question of some doppelgangers are just fierce and strong and, and more powerful. I'm on the side of everyone has a doppelganger <laughs> and we have well, absolutely no idea because the yeah. doppelganger kill you immediately. You right. have no idea. Right. It's right behind you. Exactly. So, yeah. JT just throwing in wrenches left and right in this episode. But <laughs> I think that's the general belief of doppelgangers yeah. is yeah. that everybody has one and that yeah. and that there's no way of knowing when a doppelganger becomes you know, overtakes the person. Yeah. You, know, you could just note a, a personality change. And maybe you don't. Maybe, maybe the doppelganger is, is adept at being, well, I'll, I'm living your life and it's a good life, so mm-hmm. I'm going to be exactly like you. And so, you know, nobody would know. Sure. The, um, no, they're evil. And to answer your question, <laughs> JT, I don't think Zodiacs have anything to do, or your birth chart have any ideas or clues into your doppelgangers. Oh. Another thing a doppelganger would say. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, no. But We're all the doppelgangers. But it's for real, though. <laughs> Birth charts are meant to kind of teach you or give you clues into your true personality, your life's purpose, your purpose from past lives. If you so really it would behoove a, uh, a doppelganger to be yes, studying your chart. Sure. <laughs> Saying, yeah. Oh, so I should do this. And if, oh, I went yeah. there, and if I met that person, I need to do this. Yes. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that. <laughs> it, Big Brother's watching. Yeah. <laughs> I don't manifest think that's, the, I don't think manifest the truth, bro. I don't know if anybody. Why would you want to manifest that truth? What's wrong with you? 
manifest what, better truths, no, people. A, that's a that's a quote from well, like, Big Brother, like four seasons ago. Well, from like twenty. I don't even remember his name, but if you're listening, no, he's definitely not listening. But he he goes manifest the truth, bro. When he was in an argument because she was like talking Nick or something. Yeah, like that. And the the girl he was arguing with was like talking about manifesting things, and and she was like, I guess she was lying, and he goes manifest the truth, bro. Well, she was like really into like zodiac and crystals and stuff yeah. like that so you know yeah she like won no no no, no 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 she almost won no she didn't okay yeah all right here we go <laughs> go watch big brother and no don't 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 do that <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go on to the next one this is uh this is asked by cat heart <laughs> meow meow can we stop meowing? <laughs> All right. I don't know why I don't like that. <laughs> That's so weird. Of all the things that we've, we've discussed, cat sounds... Uh, Bother JT. Hi, guys. I love your content. Keep up the great stuff. Thanks, cat. Thank you. Heart. <laughs> I'm quit. I quit. I quit. It's just them now. They can figure out all the tech stuff. I don't care. No. <laughs> Not the different types, y'all. Stop it. All right. All right. Now. <laughs> you stumbled upon something interesting. No, it's just. It's, it's going to become a thing. No. <laughs> You've seen it. The birth of a We're thing. We're never going to get through this. <laughs> it like makes me cry. Stop. <laughs> It's a pure cat noise. It's it's just it's like it reminds I don't know. Okay, I don't want to get in that. All right, here we go. Anyways, my question is why are women more likely to have spiritual gifts than men are? Because women are magic. Yeah. That's it. There I you mean, go. when you next question, <laughs> when you when you really think about it, women are are the vessels that that carry new life. Women are, you know, um, perceived as uh, having all these, even the, the hormones that are um, associated uh, with women, estrogen versus testosterone. Uh, estrogen uh, leads to empathy, to openness, to nurturing. All of those things are absolutely um essential for for navigating the spiritual realm um women uh create life they they hold life they carry life they nurture it they birth it into the world they are doorways from which spirits become flesh uh and even more more fascinating is this this concept um is that uh iron in the blood uh, iron being one of the things that repels spirit and supernatural entities. Iron being something that we use in in a lot of ways to protect ourselves. Um, women uh, have a menstruation <laughs> cycle mm -hmm. in which their iron oftentimes gets depleted. Women do suffer more iron depletion, which means that their guards against the supernatural mm. are lessened. If you went that route, if you wanted to talk in that route, that um, tracks. You know, that uh, tracks. <laughs> and because a lot of times uh, women will say that uh, their first and, or, or their most potent uh, uh, early experiences were around that first menstruation cycle when, when they're basically awakening not only to the world that they are 
more dominant and powerful in, but it is um, they are they are flushing iron out of their system that then allows for spirits to become more interactive with their lives. Uh, but there, and, and we could go on. I mean, we could yeah. do an entire show about how the structures, um, because should. even when we talked, uh, we, we had brought this up about um, uh, trans women and, and, and would spirits, you know, uh, have that same interaction. And I think uh, because women also carry with them a social construct that we have placed upon them for millennia and millennia from from the beginning of time that even trans women would be more susceptible by the position that they assume in our society by by asserting and recognizing their true form their true self yeah um so that in itself becomes a opening because uh ideally the social structure has been men hunt and women gather men Mm -hmm. uh build uh fortresses and and women make homes that kind of structure which you know is seemingly arbitrary but the truth is humans have a a stupid long uh, gestation period and in that gestation period is when men being jealous and kind of mindless thugs um decided to subjugate women because women do something remarkable that men can't. So men say, I'm going to build the biggest building. Look at the big building. And the woman's like, I gave birth to a baby. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to build a, a, a rocket to the moon. It's like, well, I made a baby. No! Oh! So we're, 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 we're constantly in, in this power struggle of what can we do to affect the exterior world, men, and what women do for the interior world. Uh, not just create life, but nurture it and 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 have all of this miraculous ability. Um, not to say that men don't have anything to do with it. I'm just saying yeah, right. <laughs> that uh, the 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 nature of our society has even leveled all of this spiritual weight onto the shoulders of women. If I make this into a TikTok, all the 41 year old men wearing affliction shirts are gonna crap. Yes. Oh no! They will, they will, they will march on Savannah and drag <laughs> yes. us out and yes. burn us in the square. They can be like BS. Yes, but not true. So, um, you guys heard here first. My anemia is actually the reason that honestly, <laughs> I am very anemic, and it makes me wonder. I'm like, maybe that's why I'm so sensitive. Debris, I think Debris true. is anemic too. She's yeah. not here right now, but Debris is anemic too. And she said, ever since she moved into a new place, she like sees and feels things. Well, her place is very haunted. Well, that's and what so I'm saying. Is like she's susceptible. She's susceptible <laughs> to yeah. it. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, it's um, but it is interesting though um, that. I think a lot of it has to do with uh, your lineage, too. Mm. Certain women are just naturally more gifted spiritually. And, like, for, for instance, my family, um, you from know. Perthshire. Well. The, All uh, the Scottish witches from Perthshire. Uh, yeah, that's that sounds about right. Yep. But, <laughs> it's, um, but I'm just saying that, like, multiple women in both sides of my family have abilities and so it's like mm-hmm. it makes sense that it passes down oh yeah so you know it, who knows where it started but i think it just it runs it runs lineage uh, like through your lineage oh, yeah. a lot of there, times there's a, a solid belief in in yeah the genealogy of 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 that you know 
uh, classically. Absolutely. Could it be as simple as women are more open-minded? Possibly, but I think a lot of it, I, I mean, I've met a lot of really closed-minded women. So it's like, <laughs> well, well, you know, well it's, sure, but are they the ones seeing the ghosts? Well, so here's the thing, but there's plenty of open-minded men also. Are there, you though? Know, <laughs> to spirits, I yeah, met many. They're, there. They're, they're there. They're there. Oh, they're there. They're yeah. there. I'm just saying I haven't met many. The question is, why is there more I'm women? I'm just telling I, you, I, okay. I don't think that's a part of it. I don't yeah. know if that's necessarily a thing. Just because there's plenty of open-minded people of all types of genders who just, you know. Yeah, um, yeah well, because the question is, is the, is the overall mask? Because that's certainly not saying that there aren't men who... Who, who are sensitive and who see and who have, have these yeah. experiences. Um, the, the, over, the prevailing observation or perception is that women are more sensitive, sure, sure, right? Sure. Which might be the answer, they're more sensitive. It might be this blanket concept, um, but that sensitivity m- might be born of a variety of genetics and mm-hmm. a variety of just, you know, biological science. Okay. And I think also just women are more connected generally to you know um like energy and the way the world operates you know uh they used to be able to track their menstrual cycles by the moon cycle and things like that you were (laughs) kind of able to sync up to it and that's a lot of power you know if you're able to sync to something like that so it's right to nature yeah the, the full force of nature so um you know i i think women are just in general just more sensitive for pretty just much that it's just okay. it's what it is cool so. all righty let's move on to the next one let's see Lindsay underscore Rhodes asks are you able to contact spirit guides through paranormal tools no not necessarily um I mean, you can contact them through, like, divination tools and stuff, if that's what you're meaning. But, like, um, you know, like, spirit boxes and things like that. Spirit guides particularly operate a bit differently than your general run-of-the-mill ghost of sorts. uh, Because they're in tune with you, not in tune with the rest of the world, really. Right. Um, So it's... It's not like you can flip on your spirit box and just start having a conversation. The best way, if you're trying to get in touch with your spirit guides, is more so to um, open yourself up. Meditation. Meditation is a great way to do it. You can start using tarot cards if you want to learn how to do things like that. That tends to help people who are a bit more visual. Generally, spirit guides do not have a lot of business in our realm if that makes sense they don't they don't affect our realm that much they're connected they're tethered to you yeah the connection is 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 more of a a a relationship than it is they're present you know like they're there um you know they're not opening doors or you know ringing bells or things like that necessarily um so it would be weird to to have a spirit guide come through those measures because those measures are generally what is what is affecting the physical realm around us. Um, and those are usually intruding spirits versus a spirit guide who I, I wouldn't deem as intruding. It's, it's connective. Yeah. 
they're yeah they're operating on a whole different plane than most other spirits and that's why it can be a little bit trickier to get in contact with them because and sometimes there are there are ghosts or, or paranormal entities that behave like guides mm-hmm. uh, that aren't yeah <laughs> uh, I mean they just take a, a a liking to you and protect you but they're they're not your spirit guide they are just ghosts that that have taken a, a, an interest in you and, and become protective of you. Right. Um, so there are, there are misleading avenues there. Right. Because <laughs> you can, I, I, I've definitely heard of ghosts that, that you know, latch onto a person and then become hyper-defensive about them. Um, and that is not a spirit guide. Yeah. That is a ghost with an attachment. Yeah. If uh, a spirit, or if an entity is telling you through like a spirit box or something like that, that it's your spirit guide, uh, definitely shut that down real quick yeah be very very cautious about anyone identifying themselves as your spirit guide because generally you know if that makes sense right. uh, like your spirit guide does not need to tell you it's your spirit guide. right <laughs> you know that that conversation is not necessary it doesn't i am your spirit guide i don't i don't know that to be the way it works um but i do know that a ghost that latches onto you wanting a deeper connection with you will tell you anything you want to hear. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll bargain with you. You know, we'll trade information, you know, with exactly. you. And, and, and that is, that is generally n- not how my understanding of spirit guides, it, that's not how it works. It, it's not an exchange. It is connective and it is a, as much a purpose of their existence to guide you as it is your purpose to live your life. You know, th- there's a totally different energy to it. There is. All right. We got one more question. It's a pretty good one. Jessica Reynolds 372 asks, what is the best way to get rid of an annoying spirit? I have one that won't stop opening cabinets and closing them in the middle of the night. (laughs) (sighs) So that can be tricky depending on what, why the spirit is there Uh, because it could be a spirit that is attached to your house which is going to be very difficult to get rid of Mm. uh, because you're technically intruding in its space because it's been there longer than you right um i mean you can try smoke cleansing you can try sound cleansing um and saying like hey you need to you need to move on out if you're you know if it's able to, but sometimes you just simply have to learn how to coexist with it and set boundaries because mm. you can't always get rid of them, but you can tell them like, hey, you opening my cabinets in the middle of the night really sucks. I got to sleep. So like stop that. And maybe sometimes they're respectful and they, they stop doing that. And because what it really usually is, is they want attention. Right. So if you're giving them that attention by saying like, I, I recognize that's what you're trying to do here, but um, you know, it's annoying. What about rat poison? I'm sorry? <laughs> if they were killed with rat poison. No, hear me out. I just I'm, got listening. An idea. I'm listening, I'm here, right. I'm, I'm present. Okay. All right, here's what I think. Could you get rid of a pestering ghost if you could find out the way that they were killed or the what, what they feared in life and provide that? 
No. To rid them. That would agitate them, I believe. Yeah. Really? Because so if they were they murdered defensive. with rat poison, you put rat poison out. That's, then they would that's identify not... you as their murderer, and then they would attack you with the force that they would have attacked in life. Yeah. Don't do that. Do not antagonize <laughs> your spirits with the thing that killed them. Literally. Um, I don't know. What's interesting is <laughs> if a ghost is, is doing the activity for attention, yeah, addressing it. Yeah. Oftentimes addressing it, especially if you can learn its name. But if you, if you can address it, it won't have to do the thing to get the attention that it's looking for. But if you're dealing with like a residual haunting, that means that something is happening on repeat for no perceptible reason. It's, it's not something that you can undo or, or change. Houses themselves can embody and inhabit a certain type of energy that makes the very uh, inanimate nature of, of, of something exhibit animated motion and movement. Not a lot you can do to stop that. Uh, there are so many <laughs> weird things about the supernatural and paranormal and how they behave that make you have to examine what is the purpose? What is the reason? Why is it doing this? Is it doing it to get your attention? Is it doing it to profess its existence? Again, the attention. So sometimes before you go to sleep, try announcing. Say good night. Mm -hmm. Give it a reason to believe that you acknowledge that it's there. And don't let it be frustration because frustration will be, oh, I'm getting somewhere. I'm getting what I'm, you know, acknowledge it so that it doesn't think it needs to get your attention. Um, but note that if that doesn't work, you're, you're basically crossing off a checklist. What's, what's next on the list? You know, why is this thing? Because uh, poltergeist activity, very difficult to stop because it isn't trying to get anything and it's not trying to do anything it's just being a noisy pestering thing um and there isn't really a lot you can do i mean you can try the burning of sage or the you know rituals or make a little salt barrier around or, or whatever but again without the purpose you're you're stuck because if it's trying to achieve something it will not stop until it achieves it and you can, you know, bless your house. You can, you can, you sure. can, you can, you could go to battle with it if you want to. But I found that sometimes that leads to more complications than relief. Right. Well, and that's the problem is like if something was there before you even, you you can't force it out. Like it's it's, it's, it's consulting some exorcists of its own. You exactly. Know? <laughs> Bio exorcists. Exactly. So Associated Press just hit me up at eleven eleven and said. Breaking news, a total solar eclipse will sweep across North America on April 8, 2024. Start making your viewing plans because this phenomenon won't be back for decades. Sweet. Love that. That's it's not gonna- a surprise, a lunar ecl- I mean, a solar eclipse. Is because that's how horror movies always begin or, or, or invasion, right. space invasion movies always begin. It's like, oh, yeah. That's when, really when was the last time? Uh, just yeah. figured I'd let y'all know. I oh, mean, that's going right. to be a fun so energy shift. I would for love all of, all of our yeah listeners to today. you know. Everybody's gonna uh, it's April eighth, twenty twenty three. So mind you, right? Today is yeah. April eighth. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, but this is 2024. Oh, 2024. Yeah, this is in a oh, year. That's why a- but like, AP what? sent it out at 11.11 to mess with us on the Eastern Coast. Oh, okay. You know, because that's just what AP does. Well, I will tell you. Um, so a year from today. Yeah. A year from today. Uh, a year from yes. when we recorded this. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everybody is going to be losing their ever-living minds because solar eclipses just literally 
just this is my chance. This is my ch- oh, an energy. Yeah, yeah. Set up some cameras. Um, get good footage of the solar eclipse if you can, because that's that's gold stock image. Yeah, yeah. This is a very political episode, so you know what? This is my chance to uh, plug AP. If you want to read about news but don't want it leading left to right, download AP. Yeah, it's the I, best. I, I, that's I, all. I, that's all I, I get. Generally, my news from. read AP or BBC. Yeah. Cool. All right, that was a good episode. Oh, yeah. Woo! Absolutely. Yes. Thank you guys for sending it. Thank you guys for listening to this episode and sending in your questions. But my name is Madison Timmons. And I'm meow, meow, meow. Stay spooky. Meow. Meow.